Welcome back to Longdendale Tales, to the final bonus episode of 2023. It's been such a journey of research, of discovery, of brilliant conversations this year. And it seems so many months ago since I last released a podcast. Uh, For 28 days, every day in March, I recorded a podcast of which the series are still available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. And you can go and visit the whole series and also an online map uh, at longdendaletales.co.uk. And since March, there have been so many of you who have reached out and told me your stories, your connection, where the history of your house has led you when you've done your own research, your families, people who used to work at the mills, who used to work as farmers, as landowners, as walkers, as all kinds of different journeys. And uh, I'm really pleased to say that uh, as I continue that research, I will be continuing doing some of these podcast series in 2024. But it's not over yet, 2023, and uh, I'm delighted to bring you in to a very special occasion to give you a sneak peek that only a handful of people are actually able to witness live today. I'm actually stood hiding from the wind on the very slippy uh, gravestones of Woodhead Chapel, St James Church, nestled between Crowden and Woodhead. And episode eight of our podcast series, I visited here in March and there I met Meriel and also Richard, who were part of the Crowden and Woodhead Residents Association. They've been working for months, many hours, so, calling on so many different volunteers of tradespeople, of people just generally who want to get their hands dirty in clearing the graveyard, in sorting the damp in the windows, in painting doors to basically bring this chapel back into use. And today is the very first concert in so many years. So I'm hoping in this podcast episode that I'll be able to play you a little selection of what's to follow in the very first concert. The music is provided by Armfield Brass Band and it was a bit of a fantasy of mine, I'm not sure if you remember, that I really wanted to connect with Armfield Brass Band uh, when I was recording back in March uh, to bring them onto the trailer and put music back in the chapel but we couldn't do it because, ironically, it snowed. Well, there's no snow here today, but there has been heavy wind and gales and walking over from Crowden Car Park to the chapel, I did fall over, I have a muddy bottom. But alas, um, we are here for a brilliant uh, occasion. Uh, Some speakers are going to be featured uh, that I can just see now in the distance in the little kind of lane that connects up to the chapel. People are being ferried in cars from Crowden Car Park up here. The band are about to do a sound check. There are so many people in this chapel. It's quite amazing how they fitted in. So sit back. I'll let you listen to the wind for a bit and uh, enjoy you know, reminiscing in this amazing moment. I'm sorry that you weren't able to be here, but hopefully this will be a nice little teaser. Get a big cup of tea, be warmer than we are right now and enjoy.
Good afternoon, everyone. It's absolutely wonderful to see so many faces here today. And welcome to the charming St. James's Church and to celebrate the reopening of this very special building. My name is Stephanie Baker and I'm a local celebrant and it feels a true honour and a privilege to be here today. As you all know, this chapel had sadly fallen into a state of disrepair. But thanks to the people of Crowden and beyond, it is being wonderfully restored to be a centre for Glossopdale community and once again a place of worship. St James's Chapel has been a part of the story of Longendale Valley since its founding in medieval times. The Church of St James was endowed to the valley by Sir Edmund Shaw in 1487. The present church was built in 1724 and in 1838 was repaired after the roof collapsed. So, these walls have been here for centuries and we hope that they will be for another few centuries more. St James is an iconic building seen by the road users between Manchester and Barnsley. It would have been seen on the hillside by travellers, perhaps travelling by horse, way before there was a road down there called the A628. from those who have been involved in getting the chapel to this point. So I'd like first to introduce the Chair of Trustees, Moira. It's just so wonderful to see the church full of people. I don't think even when we first began this journey we could really envisage that uh, that we would be all nice and snug and here, able to celebrate Christmas together. So thank you everybody for coming. Um, I've been asked to tell you about how this special event came about. Some time ago, in the summer of 22, a friend asked me to accompany him to a, a meeting at the chapel here. I'd lived in the valley some years ago and had been part of an original group of trustees who'd helped to re-establish the, the church and the activity in the church in the 70s, 80s and 90s. But that activity had long evaporated. And so on that summer evening, I returned to see the church, to see it had faded. It had faded dramatically. It had, to all intents and purposes, been abandoned. And so a group of people, some from the valley and some from beyond many miles away agreed to save the church. A daunting task because there was no money, little paperwork and a lot of renovation to tackle. 
So a board of trustees was newly formed. <coughs> Countless people agreed to use their skills, their talents, provide donations, and most importantly, their time to restore the church, to breathe new life and love into it, and once more be able to see the church in use. So, this reopening marks the first step into how the church will be used in the future. We hope to host religious services, afford opportunities for talks, for meetings, for local school visits, and of course, carry on with phase two of the building works, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> and the planned maintenance schedule. But events like this really matter because this is helping to bring in the funds that are so desperately needed to maintain the church. And I think you'll all agree it's a really special place to come. Um, the Board of Trustees will spearhead the planning and hope that the church will now be used and loved securing its future for many decades in the valley. Mariel's now going to talk to you about what actually happened with the building works in the church. with my husband David and our three dogs and we've lived there till two th since 2016. I chair the Croden and Woodhead Residents Association and it was in July 2020 that the first Croden and Woodhead Residents Association meeting was held. We wanted to make Croden attractive to visitors but also a safe place for our residents and local communities. As we came out of lockdown, our first residence meeting took place in the field behind our house and one of the agenda items was the maintenance and upkeep of St James's Church. The church had been a regular place of worship when we moved to the area but then had been shut and appeared that nobody was caring for it. Over the next couple of years, the research was ongoing. We hit a lot of barriers to our inquiries as previous trustees had died, moved away or had little memory of the documentation. However, we managed to get hold of the deed of trust where the church had been handed over to trustees in the 1990s. We also managed to get land registry documents to show ownership. At the residence meeting in 2022, we decided actions speak louder than words, and so we set up a St. James's subgroup of the Residents Association, and we decided just to get on with it. There's too many people who have helped with this project. There's far too many people for me to thank individually. It's been humbling as to how it has brought communities together and how volunteers have supported us and the interest it has generated. One of the early fundraisers was a football card. Irene asked her neighbour Dennis to buy a space and when she explained what it was for, he kindly offered to come and look at the church. And the rest, ladies and gentlemen, is history. I'll now hand you over to Dennis.
Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Dennis Jackson, and I'm 76 years old. I left school at 15 and started an apprenticeship in carpentry and joinering. In 1970, I had a career change and joined the fire service, where I did 31 years service. I'm currently retired <laughs> from this, but I like to keep busy doing odd jobs for people I know. <coughs> Approximately 10 months ago, my next door neighbour, Irene, asked me to meet up with Muriel Boyd and Rick, Dr. Richard Fitton up at St. James's Church for advice on the renovation works. As I was keen to support and cause the cause and offer my services as an unpaid volunteer project manager. The main work was to stop the rain entering the chapel from the bell tower. On inspection, the bell tower was in a sad state of repair and at the point of collapse. The height of the tower was um, from uh, ground level was 60 feet. So to get to work, we had to uh, climb uh, the ladders up to the top, to the top of the cross. I recall telling Richard, I don't know where he is. Where is he? He's there. He's hiding. Right, this is for you, Richard. I recall telling Richard the day before that the cutting and removing the old cross, it would be difficult and it may collapse. Maybe I gave Richard too much information. <laughs> I'm glad to report all went well on the day. On the gable end, we started to rake out the old mortar and had to teach Richard and his son, George, how to point using lime mortar. On completion of the highest point, we flew the Union Jack <laughs> off the scaffold as a tradition amongst us builders, topping out ceremony. I also left a pound coin dated 20... 23. Yeah, 23, so <laughs> you know, we're up to that. Within the top of the cross, with the hope that one day someone will find it and wonder what it is, given that we seem to be moving into a cashless society. <laughs> we have also been busy fitting new windows, front door, ceilings, lights and other general repairs. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to take part in this wonderful project. It has given me something to be extremely proud of. The site now is now closed until the spring. As the Terminator said, I'll be back. <laughs>
and there was a celebration here for the chapel's centenary birthday. Years ago, there was an unfortunate incident when many of the roof tiles had been stolen. Ryder removed what was left and stored them safely at his farm. Nothing was done by the diocese at that time until he contacted them and said, it took God six days to create the world and the seventh day was a day of rest. And in six months, you have done nothing. <laughs> so the point was made and someone eventually came to fix the roof. There used to be an organ at the front of the chapel and the organist for many years was a Mr. Austin Hawksworth. During services, he sometimes played a duff note and would turn around with a cheeky grin on his face to see if the congregation had noticed. Maybe he did it to test if they were listening. It's a funny memory for some. He was a kind and quiet man, a shepherd, and lived at the aptly named The Quiet Shepherd Farm. He had done a lot for the chapel over the years. His funeral service was the last one to be held here. It had been a big event and the church was busy again with people. Until his organ was removed, his order of service was still resting on the top of the instrument. There was also a vicar from Dogcross that gave services here, a man called Aaron Chapman and his wife Gemma, who now have moved to Scotland. He was quite a character, by all accounts, and had appeared on local TV and songs of praise. They came to hold the service for the last Christmas concert held here and brought along a choir with them. On the day after the concert, Helen came to empty buckets of water which were catching a leak and noticed that the ceiling had started to fall down right above where the choir had been stood. So it was as if their singing had raised the roof. <laughs> Events like these were ideal for the community to get together and have a natter like today. Another family that attended the chapel were Philip and Joyce Evans, who have lived in the valley a long time. They are very fond of the place and over the years have enjoyed get-togethers at St James. They live across the way from the chapel and can see it quite clearly from where they live. Together with their daughter Alison and her family, partner Kevin and daughter Harriet, who, leave, who live at Bleak House, they feel quite uplifted seeing St James being used once again. Harriet has played the violin here in the past and Megan Evans has done readings and Kevin Knott of Northern Glass in Glossop has kindly provided the glass needed for the restoration. When the roof was in disrepair and much of the inside of the chapel had been ruined, the aforementioned Austin Hawksworth helped out again, this time helped by another member of the Evans family, Christian Evans, Ryder Howard and other members of the valley to restore the pews, ceiling and the flooring. There had been many gravestones too that had started to wobble and become dangerous. Again, they worked and spent time securing the gravestones in position and repaired the path to the church.
in celebrating St James's Church, what better way than to hear some Christmas carols and the wonderful Arnfield Brass Band. There are song sheets for you all to join in, so I'd like to hand over to Adrian. Hello there everybody, it's uh, so great to see this place full of people. I uh, started doing some photography a few years ago, really got into it and started coming for walks up here. Uh, I just got so intrigued with it, I kept coming back time and time again. And on one occasion I drove up that funny little track there and I parked up and suddenly, to my amazement, I saw this guy with a, a small paintbrush and a bob hat. Jumping out, who's this? Who's that? Oh, it's Adrian. Adrian. Uh, and I had to think back who it was, and it was Richard Pitton. It was great to come back, and then I came back a, about a month ago to see the, the trustees and everybody organising this event. Uh, Steph said, being honoured to be here, and me and Alfield Brass are very honoured as well to be playing with you this afternoon. How did you find it? Did you enjoy it? Really enjoyed it. Fantastic atmosphere and really good to see up and going again. Oh, brilliant. Well, enjoy. See you here again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> How was it? Fantastic. Did you enjoy it? Fantastic, yes. Beautiful. What was your favourite little moment? I think the conductor and his little uh, his jokes in between the actual um, bits of music. He's a character, isn't he? Have you been here before? Uh, I've been past it several times, but never, it's never been open when I've been, in, when I've been in past it. What do you think of it inside? It's fantastic. It's, well, they've done a fantastic job. Brilliant. I'll be here again. Yeah. yeah. So what do you reckon to this place then? Hey, what do you think to it? It's wonderful. Yeah? I think it's wonderful. They've worked really hard, you know, to get it up. And it's so nice for once to see a church restored and not, not down or made into a coffee shop or something, yeah. you know, and it's back to what it was meant to be, and that's what it is. And Christmas is the best time in the world yeah. to do it. Yeah, impressed. And it's very warm today, is, when you consider it? it's December. Absolutely. And it's, and it's minus whatever, but yeah. We're all snuggled in tight, aren't we? Yeah, the Arnfield yes. band were very good. Yes. Now, do you live locally? Yes. Yes, we live in the valley. You yes. actually live in Cruden? Yes. Uh, Bleak House. Wow, so we can almost see you've got the shortest commuter yes. today. Yeah, we're the shortest commuter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've obviously seen this be, go through some quite big changes then, if it's your next door neighbour, really. Yes. It's impressive. Yeah. Yes. And it's nice that you don't have to go too far for a bit of a concert. No, you know, it's you a big change, especially considering there's not much up in Crowden. No. no. So who needs Manchester, eh, when yeah. you've got this place? Yeah. And also, if the band were talking about, the brass band were talking about coming in the summer. Yep. So that would be good if it. Watch this space. Okay. Lovely to meet you. Lovely Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Yeah. Want to buy some jam? <laughs> Hello, Santa. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm full of Christmas spirit. <laughs> are you really? In more ways than one. <laughs> so uh, you sound like you've got a local accent. Um. No, no, I'm from Manchester. I'm from Cholton. I'm an import. <laughs> well, it's nice that you can come to the end of uh, the service to join us. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm one of the trustees at this 
lovely event. Santa is a trustee. Santa is a trustee, yeah. Unfortunately, because I'm old, I double booked myself. I was... Well, it is that time of year. Yeah, I, I was also Santa down at Tintwistle uh, Market. So by the time I'd scared all the children away, they, uh, I, I was released and, and sent you down came, the valley. They came down here. Yeah. Well, it's great. Enjoy the mulled wine because I know you've got a busy few weeks ahead. Well, thank you very much for coming to Crowden today. Oh, it's my pleasure. That is the end of a beautiful, hilarious concert. And I step out down the steps of St. James Chapel into the wind. But outside, wow, an amazing sunset is happening to the right over the reservoirs towards Hadfield. Orangey sky, incredible. Um, that's all for the podcast for Longdendale Tales um, in 2023. I hope you've enjoyed listening to some of the service that has happened. Um, and as you can hear, there will be hopefully many more events at St. James Chapel uh, over coming months. If you want to find out more about the history of this amazing place, of this area, or even just about Longdendale and the area itself, then do visit longdendaletales.co.uk. That's all. And uh, I suppose I'd better pop back in and uh, see if Santa's got any presents. Maybe a mince pie. Bye for now. <laughs>